Barrelham Sports. Hello again and welcome to Barrelham Sports. And this is the first of a series of Verulam Sports specials that we are going to be bringing to you over the next month or so. And we've realised, I know I have munched a few too many Easter eggs, etc, etc. We've all been locked down. That's going to be the prevalent theme of tonight. So we want to inspire you to get active, to overcome those barriers and perhaps break certain cycles that you may be slightly guilty of perpetuating. It's all about getting active and getting mentally and physically attuned towards success. To help me through this series, it is an absolute pleasure to welcome back to Verum Sports Podcasting, Stuart Clark from B Military Fit, the franchise owner of Hertfordshire and London's B Military Fit. Stuart, good afternoon. How are you? Hi, Tony. I'm, I'm really good, thank you. Really pleased that we're uh, gradually seeing our way out of lockdown. Let's, let's just uh, cross our fingers that it continues in the right direction. But I'm good, thank you. Hey, top man, as I say, that is the um, elephant in everybody's room, isn't it? <laughs> and let's talk lockdown, because from a fitness perspective, don't get me wrong, I'm many things in life, but I'm surely not an elite athlete. But it doesn't matter. It's all about getting fit and active and improving your own personal level. Talk to me about what some of the challenges for us all uh, that lockdown has posed. Well, I mean, first and foremost, if you look at the physical challenge, you know, we've all been told that we're not allowed to go out in its, you know, in its most basic of terms. So, you know, there's, there's two types of people, aren't there? There's the conformer and then there's the type of person that wants to break that barrier. And I actually think as a country, we've been pretty good at listening to the scientific advice and actually, you know, heeding that and staying at home. So the physical barrier for most people over the last year, let, let's, let's, let, let's face it, it has been one long one long lockdown there was a little break in the middle beautiful weather everyone was yeah. out in 2020 but that feels like a long time ago and it's been quite a long cold you know winter like they always are so physically you know being told that we can't go out and the weather you know all adds up it's non non-covid related but um if you look at if you look at everything in 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 order it, it's not it's not stacked up well for mm -hmm. people that have followed the rules in terms of actually being able to get out. And, you know, I don't know about you, Tony. I mean, I, I coach and teach fitness and personal training for a living and so on and so forth. But there's only so many times you can walk the same circle from your house to the field, back to the house again. And even the dog started looking at me and suggesting that he doesn't want to go on his fourth walk for the day. Yeah. So, and then of course you've got the other side of it. And that's more of the the emotional and the mental aspect uh, of, of barriers, which is a which is a spider's web, isn't it? Really, but um, you know, lots of people that that we meet, that non medically speaking, of course, from my point of view, but lots of people have really, really struggled in this third lockdown. It's been very, very cold, short, you know, very short yep. days, long nights, and and that doesn't help the situation. Again, without medically going into that, it doesn't help you psychologically, and. You know, I think people are just, you know, I'm stating the obvious, but people are just waiting at the moment for that catalyst, that that big bang to, to you know, to break out into yes. the real world. And we're certainly seeing that. We're seeing a lot of people come forward. Pe ironically, pe strangely, people that we would never usually mm -hmm. have, wouldn't usually have engaged with us. We try and engage with them, but, mm -hmm. but people seem typical British tenacity. Yes. People are willing to try something new now. 
and and we're seeing a lot of people you know come into outdoor and indoor exercise and Overcoming that's a reflection of the fact that there at B Military Fit, you had to pivot, didn't you, from being yes. a totally outdoor uh, way of kind of doing very focused uh, exercise to, you know, having to adapt accordingly. So, you know, again, we've spoken about that in the past. Stuart, again, now you mentioned there that big bang, that need for a catalyst. Um, how can we be our own catalyst, I wonder? I think... <laughs> it's a good question and, and it's a broad one, isn't it? For, for me, I'm going to try and make it as simple as possible. And it's probably going to sound ever so slightly self-helpy, but you have to want to do it. If, if mm. whatever it is in life, I want to go on holiday, then you have to want to do that and put in place. Can I just put in just quickly? Because you're dead right. And I appreciate you keeping this nice and simple, but how important when you have established a want be that something in your career, just broadly speaking, be that a uh, exercise end goal, whatever it is for you listening. How important, Stuart, is it that that want gets refined to quite a focused particular point? Well, look, I think there's two trains of thought there. I think it is really important, but you have to understand what it is you truly want to work to. Mm -hmm. Use the holiday scenario. Do you want to go on holiday or do you want to go away for respite, for sunny weather, for time with the family away from work? So I think refining the reason you actually want to do something is more important than just defining why you want to do something. Okay. So uh, as an example, a standard, a standard question we ask in the, in the fitness industry is, what is it you want to achieve or what is your goal? Let's, let's put it that way. I hate that question because the standard answer is, I want to lose weight and tone up. And actually what I, what I try and do is mm -hmm. delve in below those, below that skin fold and say, right, why do you want to achieve that? Is it for family reasons? Is it because you've had an experience or mm. poor health and try and find an emotive reason mm. that, that links the, the want, the big want to something that's going to, you can hook onto emotively that'll mm -hmm. actually get you to the big want because we can, Tony, we can all say, Hey, I want to be a millionaire. I want to be, I want to be fitness model, all those things that we chuck out through the media and all the rest of it. But, mm -hmm. but, but understanding what it is that true, the reason you want that, I think is just, mm -hmm. just as important, if not more important as to the, the actual want. And for me, delving into this, yeah. to the, the psychology of that is actually usually the difference between succeeding and failing. That's absolutely fascinating. Um, when you come to think of it, it makes sense, doesn't it? I suppose. So, People listening in, they've, I'm taking this deadly seriously because goodness knows I need to uh, shift a few pounds and I'm going to, over time, get that nice and refined. But just leave that there for now. But people listening in, they're, they're hearing this and it makes sense to them. So you're pondering on your motivations. You're giving it some thought as to exactly what the reasoning behind, that emotive driver is for you. And it's going to be unique to us all. Once you've kind of had that light bulb moment, is it then important to get that defined on paper? Or do you think the next best thing to do is whilst that is still embedded, clear in your mind, to act straight away? Where would you stand on that one? So I, I think it depends on it depends on the severity of the want, on, on the grandeur of the want. If the want is generally I'm, I'm not gonna say vague, but if the want mm. is 
to improve my health, then I think you can act on that straight away because gotcha. the, barrier to, the barrier to entry is low, i.e. to start improving your health from zero, yep. go for a walk at once a day or right look at what you're eating if you're i once worked with with a lady who was eating basically 15 mars bars a day and you can't just strip that out of your mm. out of your life because there's a habit built etc mm. so building a plan as to how to do that so mm -hmm. once you once you understand what that want is and you understand emotively you've asked yourself the question the big question the tough question which doesn't always have an answer straight away because we we bring down we bring down a, a psychologist will definitely be able to tell you more about this, but we bring down that barrier in front of ourselves that says, I don't really want to answer this question. And what we end up saying to ourselves is sure it's tough. So what I'm going to do is tell myself the obvious cliche answer instead of actually answering truthfully. So I think if it's a, a really big grand goal that you want to work towards then maybe maybe write it down on a piece of paper this is what i suggest to all of my members mm -hmm. write it down mm -hmm. a piece of paper pin it on the fridge pin it somewhere practical that you walk past every day sometimes pinning it on the front door so you have to look nice. at it every time you open the door think so about it for a couple of days reminder to self literally i guess a hundred percent but also you know the answer to big questions doesn't always come as an epiphany moment mm -hmm. i think we, we all watch films and drama yeah. documentaries and you know we see we see these kind of dramatizations of the light bulbs on and all of a sudden the answer's in front of us but but life isn't really like that and sometimes oh Stuart spend... don't crush that I've, I thought life no, was no. A, a Hollywood movie all my life <laughs> yeah, absolutely absolutely but but the, the, the truth is it isn't and sometimes very rarely Tony do I meet someone that has had an epiphany moment where I'm, oh my God, I need to do something about this. And, and, and they're off and away and nothing changes their direction of travel. Most of the time, people come to a conclusion over a period of time, but writing it down on a piece of, write down what it is you want to achieve and then gradually over the next two or three days, put it somewhere you can see it and you'll think about it, you'll ponder on it mm -hmm. and there's nothing better than asking yourself a question and then spending a night a night's sleep on it and then waking up the following morning and if it's really important to you yeah you will still think about it the following day if it's not important you'll probably park it and it it won't come to you until a couple of days later but if it is you'll you'll command the command in your head says no i do need to think about this and i want to know why do i want to achieve this what do i need to do so in its most simple form write it down the piece of paper put it on the fridge what do I want to achieve or I want to achieve? And then think about it for a couple of days. Rome wasn't built in a day. Take a couple of days, think about it and get it right from the word go. Don't rush into something because mm. I think we've all seen it. For, for, I'll, use, I'll use my job role as, a, as an example. Somebody wakes up on a Monday and says, mm. I must go to the gym today. I must go to the gym. So they book their trial session for a Monday mm. night. They go to the gym. They don't have as great of experience mm -hmm. as they would love to. The, the, the level of experience doesn't match their level of excitement or desire at that moment in time. And then they walk away from the gym in that evening and they say, well, I gave it a go. It just wasn't for me. And they, that perpetuates on a yearly, a yearly basis, usually in line with January, if you think well, about it. this is why there are so many people out there, and I know I've fallen victim of this myself, uh, syndrome, um, that, you know... Um, the people like you know you buy your, you get a gym membership for the start of the year you're all gung-ho you've had your christmas and it's, this is going to be the year where i do everything and it's all good <laughs> and they fizzle out don't they after three weeks resolutions right so what we're talking about here Stuart, is much more to do with an attitude adjustment 
but a way to do that in a controlled fashion. Again, would you say that's about on point? Yeah, 100%. And, you know, also the, the honest, having an honesty policy, that's what I call it, honesty policy with yourself. Now, that is, the, that is, Tony, that is the hardest thing. If you're sitting at home on your own, you know, the kids have gone to bed or, or your, you know, your work colleagues aren't around. The hardest thing is to be honest with yourself. First of all, people have to understand as we come out of lockdown, if you've yes. done absolutely nothing for a year, uh-huh. even if you were active beforehand, you're not going to undo a year's worth of sedentary sat down on your bottom yeah. behavior in one, in one session of walking or one trip back to the gym or even one week. So you have the first thing that people have to really compute and understand is there is a process to follow. Mm-hmm. You know, again, Rome wasn't built in a day, but you've just had a year of doing pretty, pretty much nothing, whether that's because you were shielding yes. um, or because you had to stay at home. So mm-hmm. Let's not be too hard on ourselves. We're in the moment today. Let's nice. make a decision today and think about how that's going to go, look, how it's going to look moving forward from now. Yes, we have to accept there's been a year of sedentary behavior, but yep. what can we do today, whether it's now this second or tomorrow morning, set yourself that challenge of getting up earlier, maybe five minutes earlier, mm-hmm. just having a brisk, brisk walk up and down the stairs, or maybe you're going to sit up and down on the bed 10 times to do a few squats, whatever it yep. is, yep. whatever extreme end of the scale, You've got to take into account that a year's worth of sedentary behavior can't be undone in that instant moment of, I'm going to make a change to my life. So you have to manage your own personal expectations about this and be realistic about it, but you've got to be willing to utterly commit to whatever you've honestly set yourself as the goal. Okay. hundred percent. Just coming back to this then, I'm fascinated by this because Uh, I want to build on in just a moment that great, uh, slightly cliche, but it's very true, these cliches. Uh, Rome wasn't built in a day uh, metaphor. But just before that, I'm fascinated to get your take. Um, I know this is from your insights as a uh, fitness professional, but it is slightly veering into the world of the psychological. Where I know in our next one, mental health uh, is the topic with Andy Keefe will cover in more depth. But this is just a quick question to you. So... Again, you've, you've made it really clear that the hardest thing, perhaps, in this whole process is to have that honesty with oneself, okay? Now, here's the question I've got, because this is something that I think I suffer with, is then when we have that voices in our head, oh, it's been a long day, I'll do it tomorrow, oh, you know, whoa, blah blah right? When those voices, which are sounding honest, kicking in how do we balance that and refresh back to the most true honest if you can help me there that would be amazing yeah i mean it's a i've got a few i say a few responses i've got a few things that i I would talk about on that question i think the first thing i go back all the way to the beginning when we first started talking here and that's to to try and get somebody to link an emotional response Ah. to the reason they're doing something because you know i I know it's cliche but we, we love a cliche tony don't we and emotions are powerful emotions link you back to the moment and the reason that you've decided to do something in the first place it's why we love sports isn't it at the end of the day 100 percent. yes you've got it and you know and i I always think to myself the big sporting moments that i remember are the ones that i was uh, a long time ago 2003 rugby world cup i was 17 count back stuart come on 16 years old and you know what i remember about it i remember the emotion of 
how I felt when Johnny Wilkinson kicked that yeah. drop goal and the celebrations. And I remember, I'm not, I have a terrible memory, Tony, but I remember I was halfway through a bacon sandwich. The bacon sandwich went everywhere. The dog jumped for joy. You know, I remember that because there's an emotional, emotional attachment to my love of sport and rugby particularly. And I think you can, you can take that same context of emotion and link that to exercise and activity but but it does come down also to finding something that you enjoy doing and we've talked about this we've talked about this before tony i, I believe on a previous uh, previous podcast and one of the biggest problems i see that people face is we're kind of on that that hamster wheel of join mm. the gym fail join the gym fail and that, that's fine other people fail or succeed at other things and we have to be honest there is failure and there is success mm. in life those, those two things both exist and coexist if you find something you find enjoyable, it becomes less of a chore. Mm. If you find walking enjoyable, that isn't as intense as other forms of exercise, but it's still one of the most prescribed single pieces of exercise for living a healthy lifestyle. For example... And I'm thinking in terms of Rome wasn't built in a day, that first step in a walk is going to be certainly a very powerful one. Yeah, it can be, especially if you set yourself that challenge. But... You know, I, I, I use an example, right? If you enjoy walking, but you don't enjoy walking on open road, but you do enjoy walking in the woods, don't, don't set yourself the challenge of walking on an open road. Set yourself the challenge of, even if you have to drive to the woods, but uh, it kind of leads on to the next point, which is mm -hmm. try, and f try and pick something that has minimal to no barriers or mm -hmm. barriers to entry. That's why I love walking or mm -hmm. fast walking or running. Most people own a pair of trainers or mm -hmm. a comfortable shoes. Most people own a smartphone. Most people own headphones. Pop your headphones in, go for a walk, waste, set yourself a challenge of listening to five songs mm. while you're jogging or one song jogging, one song walking or 10 songs of walking. Set yourself that challenge and link it to something that's semi-measurable to, to make it enjoyable. And you don't, I think it's quite often confused. Whenever you mention the word competition, yeah. you see people quite often clam up. And actually, competition can be a good thing if you understand that you can be self-competitive, intrinsically Indeed. competitive. My, my competition is that I challenge myself to walk continuously for five songs, ten songs, to run for a song, walk for a song. And so the, the, three, the three things for me are to link emotion find something you actually enjoy how many how many people do we know we've all done it and we constantly push ourselves to do things that we don't enjoy in life don't just don't do them if you don't unless it's an absolute necessity for living obviously but don't force yourself to do something that should be recreational that you don't mm. enjoy find something different and i mean life is tough enough people isn't it absolutely <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i see it so often though tony like people if you don't enjoy group exercise don't do group if you enjoy working on your own work on your own but if you do enjoy group exercise do group a group exercise could be a group of people going for a walk yeah could be a fitness class in the gym in a park it could be any, a running club it could be anything but if you enjoy an aspect of that highlight that to yourself and go and do that and it, so you do probably have to go on a bit of a soul searching journey mm. and understand yourself try and understand and be honest do i enjoy working as part of a team if you don't don't beat yourself up because the world says everybody should enjoy working as part of a team if you don't enjoy that and you're a solo operator mm -hmm. you know every postman or postwoman that i know loves working on their own mm -hmm. um, and i've got a few friends that are, are 
postmen, postwomen, and, and they're honest about it. I love it. I get out there, I do my own thing, it's exercise, and then I come back to the family, I'm a better person because I've, I've done that on my own. So find something you enjoy. If you take anything away from today, don't, don't try what you did last year and hated. Go and do something different. Yes, it might be out of your comfort zone, but maybe take a friend along with you to support you. But give, give something different a go, but you won't know if you'll like it unless you try it. So they're the things for me that I think people need to try and find as they come out of lockdown to, to get themselves back to activity and back to civilization. Because yeah, we're speaking today. to a lot of people at the moment, Tony, that are, you know, I think we've spoken before about feelings of loneliness I'm something I'm really passionate about and actually a lot of you instantly associate loneliness with with older age mm. but actually there's a lot of younger people out there that suffer the same thing they're even living on their own or despite the fact that we're massively connected on social media people feel very very lonely so you know, we need to try and help people where possible, whether it's through the means of this podcast or yeah. fitness sessions or, I don't know, whether you go and sit in a pub where they're open and pay, play Scrabble with friends. You know, we need to find ways now to encourage people to get back to humanity and back to civilization. I think that's beautifully put. And one of the things that I'm optimistic for for us all is that sometimes when we do experience a deprivation, it does reframe our mind to appreciate more fully what maybe once upon a time we took for granted. And I'm very optimistic that as we progress, that is certainly uh, something that we are all going to take away from this imposed lockdown. But coming back to the fitness side of things, I'm a big believer that you had ought to practice what you preach. And I know you do. Uh, so I feel as though it's very important that I lead the way here and look to sort of get a nice focused uh, project on the go. And um, with that in mind, would your, what would your, just remind me of the first little task and I'm a man who genuinely loves a competition, Stuart. So help me out with that in mind. I think, look, I mean, the first thing you've got to decide is physically what are you capable of doing. If, if, you've, got two, if you've got two shot knees and a dodgy shoulder, then turning up to a really high-intensity physical activity class is probably not the one for you. But if you're mechanically sound or a little niggle, but you can get over that, my first challenge to anybody out there is to go out for a walk. Tomorrow, wait after listening to this podcast, wake up tomorrow, even if it's only 10 minutes, five minutes away from your front door, five minutes back to your front door. Longer would be better, but let's start something small, simple nice. and achievable. That is the most important thing. Is it achievable? Yes or no. Is it simple so there's limited barriers to entry? Yes or no. Is it small so that you don't feel like you're taking a mammoth step too early? a short walk, but brisk. I'm not talking about plodding. I'm talking yeah. about really not quite Olympic wiggling the bum style, but really going for it, really walking. Regardless of the weather, set yourself that challenge. Put your trainers by the front door. Gotcha. Get the socks out. Put the socks on the radiator the night before because it is a bit chilly at the moment. Get your coat ready so that you put your socks on. You walk downstairs. Other clothes as well, Tony. Trainers are on, coats on, out the door off you go timer on the watch or on the phone and you're walking just start with a fast walk Perfect. come back just ask yourself this question doesn't matter how long it is whether it's a 10 minute or a five minute walk or an hour's walk uh -huh. how did that make me feel 
and I guarantee the answer will be better than you mm. would have felt if you did not do it. And there's a, there's a, some, somebody once told me something, you know, one, if you're, if you're standing at the sink and you're shaving or brushing your teeth, whatever yep. you're doing, you are not just shaving or brushing your teeth. You're, you're pondering, you're thinking about what you're mm -hmm. going to do rest of the, yesterday. Day. You're thinking about other goals that you're going to set, other things you want to achieve. Same for me with fitness and walking on that walk. There's far less distractions than on your phone, social media, everything the world throws at us. You probably find that on that five minute walk or half hour walk or, or an hour walk, you'll probably achieve something that you hadn't set out to achieve that will make your day more efficient. So I'm trying to kind of link the, the lifestyle yes. and improving your lifestyle with improving your fitness. So it's not just about going out for a walk. It's about other things, but that's the challenge I would set someone. Don't, don't try and overachieve on your first session. Trainers by the door, wake up 10 minutes early if you have to walk five minutes away. Might feel a bit silly turning around and walking back, but do it. And then I'm ask yourself that I'm question. I love this. And ask then, it for you, Tony. Uh, my challenge is half hour. My challenge is half hour for you. If you can find that time in your busy day, 15 minutes away from the front door, yes. 15 minutes back, how do you feel? Better or worse? If you truly feel worse, you probably haven't found an exercise that's great for you. Maybe walking is not the one, but then maybe you're going to, in my opinion, that's I, good I tell you something, right? I genuinely do love a good walk. I love a good walk. There's something to be said about getting out there in nature and uh, doing a nice stroll. And as I say, I've always appreciated that. Um, so 100% for me, uh, I am going to uh, get on this it's literally starting um, probably tomorrow, 15 minutes. In fact, no probabilities about it. Starting tomorrow, 15 minutes uh, into, uh, you know, just out in the yonder, brisk pace, about pace, 15 minutes back. And I'm, I'm fairly sure I will be improved. Then I guess, Stuart, it's a key to do that again. Will I have to be honest with myself as to whether I choose to do that then the following day exactly the same? Or what would you suggest? So here's, here's my advice, okay? Too much of anything is too much. Too much chocolate is too much. Too much fitness is too much. Everything is about build, building that production line and gotcha. improving health gradually. It's, it's not five steps forward, one step back. It's one step forward, tentative, one step forward. And gradually those steps get bigger to use the walking analogy. So yep, yep. I want you to set yourself a task. I think this is achievable for pretty much everybody out there. Okay. First week, minimum 15 minutes of very, very fast walking. I'm talking about the kind of walking that you're at a speed level just before you need to go into that run. We don't want to run. I don't want no. you to run. I don't want to put that pressure on ourselves. I want, to, I want to go out for that walk, 15 minutes, 30 minutes. If you've got plenty of time, use that time and make it a longer walk, but achievable. If you're time poor, let's just power it for 15 minutes, three times a week. Work three day, times. rest day, work day, rest day, work day, rest day. Rest day on a Sunday as well. So effectively, what I'm going to commit to, ask people to commit to, is a Monday, a Wednesday, and a Friday, double day off at the weekend because we're all humans and we all deserve to relax a little bit without that pressure on ourselves. And, and that's the challenge I want to set, not just to you, because that's what we said we were going to talk about, but also to any, any of your podcast listeners that want to get started. Yeah. I want you to use what we've just talked about as a challenge. And I'm sure that you've got um, social media, Verilane, Verilane Sports have got social media. I'd love it if 
your listeners posted something new that they had done or the length of time that they've walked you know, really fast walking if they've managed a little run brilliant absolutely but, but put something on the social media put it out there for the world to see as a commitment that you've made to yourself and i, I tell you now it will inspire other people to see you doing what you've done love it well, look, if you are listening, if you're inspired, if you're going to be like me and do a minimum of a 15-minute walk or a 30-minute walk, really, 15 minutes out, 15 minutes back, uh, three times a week as a start. If you're also being listening intently and are at that point now, maybe you've tried fad diets in the past. Maybe you've been one of those um, gym uh, resolutioners in the past. But you really honestly are ready to make some type of active change well get involved get yourself focused in on a really really defined goal and let your subconscious work towards that too remember it's baby steps and get involved with me on my mission to get active so if you're going through all that i'll be pinging it out across social media and would love to see you, anything you're doing, put a big smile on our faces and get involved. Stuart, what can I tell you? I'm pumped. Good stuff. I mean, look, the golden rule, by the way, one bad day does not mean you are failing. If you go out one day or if you miss a workout, it does not mean that you have failed and therefore you have to stop dead. That is the one thing that I'd want to get through to people once they've started a program. Mm -hmm. We are human. It is okay to fail. And I know it's a cliche, but it's what you learn from that failure. Mm. Pick yourself up and say, right, well, I didn't succeed today, but that will motivate me and power me on tomorrow. And then you start again tomorrow. Or you, don't, you don't start again, but you continue tomorrow. It is a traveling timeline, not return to the beginnings. It's not a computer game where you fail when you go back to the mm. beginning every time. A bad day doesn't mean you've failed. And I think the other thing there, Tony, we spoke about this before on a previous podcast is you don't, you don't have to do this on your own. Take other people on your journey, reach out to other people and say to them, I need help with my fitness. It doesn't have to be a fitness coach, by the way. It could be your 12 year old son who perhaps you want them to be a bit more active. Well, mm -hmm. If you want them to be more active, try and be a bit more active yourself and start with a walk. Maybe your 12-year-old son doesn't want to go with you, but you can create an impact on, on their lifestyle by them seeing you being fit. The same with your partner. You know, we've all done it, Tony. We've all tried to coerce our partners, um, present and past, into doing activity that you love, but they might not love. But sometimes you have to settle for just doing that activity and letting them know that you really enjoy it. And over the, over the course of time, maybe they will find a way to enjoy it as well. So don't be afraid to reach out and take other people on your journey. Because I don't know about you, Tony, but I personally, I am far more likely to succeed at something if somebody else is relying on me. I, I get myself to, I drive 40 minutes across Hertfordshire to a park at six to get there at 6am in the morning to set out my fitness cones because I know that I've got a group of 20 mm. or 30 people turning up at 20 past six ready to exercise and I, I am not somebody that enjoys getting out of bed early but I love getting there and seeing those people and they're relying on me to be there so if, if you're one of those people find somebody else that mm. you can help rely on you and you'll benefit from that relationship both ways I think that's really important and the final question I would ask your listeners, it, it will sound very vague, Tony, but 
mm-hmm. after the last year that we've just had, I think it's the most poignant thing to ask yourself. What value do you place on your health? Do you place extremely high value on your health? And if you do place extremely high value on yourself, I am not saying that you should put down the fish and chips that you've just bought from the takeaway. But I am, I am going to suggest that you balance your lifestyle with activity. Activity can look like walking all the way through to really high intensity group exercise and everything in the middle, sport, etc. But what value do you place on that? If you don't place any value on your health and you're just living each day as it, as it comes, that's fair enough. But I would hazard a guess that 99.9% of us, if we truly had to think about that question, would value our health more highly than anything else in our lives. Is amazingly put. In closing, Stuart, you mentioned there the uh, many, many people who uh, rely on you at B Military Foot and in a lovely cyclical way, that um, teamwork inspires you to go out and do what you do. Um, would you remind us of the B Military Fit website, just so again we can have a wealth of information there at our fingertips? Sure. So we're, we're obviously a national company now. It's www.bmilitaryfit.com. Super star. Well, look, I'm looking forward to getting engaged on my mission. I look forward to catching up with you very soon for part two of this series, where we're going to go into a little bit more de- depth and detail about the mental, the psychological side of getting active and getting well. And that's going to be alongside... Um, the acclaimed, um, also physical trainer, but also a uh, therapist in many, many skills, Andy Keefe. Looking forward to that one. It's going to be coming at you very soon. But for here, for now, thank you once again, Stuart Clark from B Military Fit, uh, Hertfordshire and London franchise owner, for your wonderful, inspiring uh, words of wisdom for me and all out there.